You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. Last chapter of the book of John, which is the gospel. What a way to end the gospel with this story. If you are really familiar about the encounter of Peter with our Lord Jesus Christ after he, before he ascended to the heaven to the Father, he really had a divine encounter with, uh, with our Lord Jesus Christ. So Peter was one of the most controversial, if not the most popular disciple of all time. It might be uh, for some reasons, might be popular for... Kasi ang tao, pag popular, dalawa lang yan. Eh, di ba? Sikat ka sa kalukohan o sikat ka sa kagalingan. Di ba? So maybe Peter is both. Okay, because of his uh, flamboyant, fragile personality, you know, Peter was was called really his name is Simon, which is a wishy-washy or pebble, a stone. Okay, so but he was renamed Peter. Like some other people who are here, you were named by your parents, no? Uh, without any choice, you were named as Estelito. I'm Estelito by birth. I cannot do anything. But uh, I need to make my nickname a little cute. Tito, okay? Tito na, uncle pa, right? So, some of you may be Procopio, okay? Uh, Anastasio, Elat Bonifacio. But you know, names are names, okay? And names are symbols of who we are. And God is in sovereign power rename Simon to become Peter, which means stable, strong in stature and in posture. But when we read the Peter in the Bible, it's not the case. We can see a Peter is different, but what matters most is how God sees us. You know that? That God sees us differently in how we see ourselves. That's why when you face the mirror every day, you can see a person that is not typical of what we want to be, right? We want to be kindly different in everything that we do. Peter's life is a classic example of what we have a thriving disciple, but always fails. There's a lot of people nowadays who want to follow the Lord, but they felt like they are a failure they become unfaithful to the calling of God in their own life. Let's look into some of the highlights of uh, Peter's life during the time he was here. Some Peter's impulsive highlight. First, he stated that he would never deny knowing Jesus, yet before the next morning he had denied him three times. Sabi niya, Lord, hindi kita deny, etc. And then the following morning, Kinabukasan lang, ha? Three times they deny. Na-feel ko yung denial ni Peter kasi nung nasa US Embassy ako nung many, 15 years ago, I was denied four times. Okay? Ang hirap ma-deny, di ba? Sakit. Buti na lang, 500 lang ang visa noon. Ngayon, pag na-deny ka ng US visa, mahal, di ba? $150. Okay? So, he was also one who audaciously stepped out of the boat, walked on the water towards Jesus, then he realized his faith wasn't as great as he thought, and he started to sink. Grabe, no? The impulsiveness of Peter. 
to do things. Ibang may mga tao na mas mabilis magsalita kaysa mag-isip. Nakakita na ba kayo mga ganang tao? Okay, wag natin tingnan yung katabi natin, okay? Okay? Then Jesus started to reveal that he was going to be killed. Peter rebuked him and said, That would never be done to you, Jesus. And the Lord says, Get thee behind me, Satan. Okay? Minsan natetempt tayong sabihin yun, no? Sa mga kaibigan natin, na mga kontrabida sa buhay natin, get deep behind me, wag mo akong kukontrahin. And that's what real, the, the real score of Jesus, seeing Peter to be an hindrance to the general plan of God for salvation. And another instance, and when Jesus was arrested in Gethsemane, in the garden, Peter drew his sword and cut off the ear of the high priest. Slave. Tanggal ang tenga. Okay, sarap sana yun, ano? Chicharong bulaklak yun. But you know what? The target is not the ear. It's the neck. Mabilis lang umilag. You see, he could be a murderer at that time. And when John and Peter came to the empty tomb on Easter morning, John respectfully stood at the doorway, but not Peter. He was rushed in the... And so he situated, then he ran home, terrified. Pwede natin, because si Peter is petrified. He was petrified. So Peter is the most likely person that we would ever love. Kung meron kang kaibigan na Peter, ayaw mo yan. I-unfriend mo yan sa Facebook, i-unlike mo yan. Ayaw mo siya sa buhay mo. Okay? There are some people we love, and the people we don't like, but it's okay. We have the right to like people and love people as well. So with all this scenario and condition that Peter had in his life, as a growing disciple, he felt the heaviness of being a failure. Have you ever felt a failure in your life? Have you ever felt that, you know, wala nang pag-asa? I stopped, I quit. I will never, never walk this way again. I'll stop whatever I do. I do what is right before my eyes. Peter had that kind of sense of failure. When a person had a sense of failure, they experienced these things. First, they were discouraged. A difficulty to move on. Diminished. They felt so weak. They don't want to wake up in the morning. They always want to sleep all day long. Ayaw niya makakita ng ibang tao. Okay? Walang text. Everything. He's drugged. He's demotivated. Inspired. Uninspired. Very slow. Static. He wants to be alone. Isolated people. And last is depressed. Very sad, somber sense of loss insecurity. I'm a psychologist by profession. I'm a pastoral counselor. Many of my, I call it clients, are suffering from depression. And mind you, if there is a hospital for emotionally unhealthy people, it would be pulled back. There are a lot. Even in the States, when you go to the States, antidepressant drugs are just over the counter. It's like Biogesic. It's like diatabs. Okay? And everything that you can buy over the counter without receipt. 
Because it's common. But depression is very dangerous. And we can see that in the life of, Tom, uh, of uh, Judas, who hung himself, he cannot take it because of his failure. Our sense of failure and guilt are hurtful experiences. It's hard. We don't want to undergo these things. And how many of us here can relate what I'm saying right now? Okay, it's hard. It's, it's, it's easier said than done. Madali lang makinig na mag-move on ka na. Madali lang sabihin na okay lang yan. Tara na. It's hard. Because hindi ikaw yung may katawan. Di ba? Sometimes people sasabihin mo, that's very senseless. Okay, why are you suffering this time, etc. But you know, this is not who you are and this is not the person you're talking to. But God, in His grace, enables us to recover and enables us to move towards what God wants us to have. In this story in John 21, it depicts upon the life of Peter, the disciple, who loved Jesus so much, but his love cannot be contained through his action and faithfulness in following the Lord. Like any other disciples, like us, we love the Lord so much, siwa? Sino ito nang mamahal sa Panginoon? Sino ito yung nagkakasala pa sa Panginoon? Diba? Love mo si Lord, pero nagkakasala ka pa rin. Ganon talaga, tao tayo. Okay? And maybe 10 or 20 times of it is what Peter is experiencing during those times. So our mandate really is to follow Jesus. And John 21 gave us a classic illustration of what lesson we should learn as a disciple. What are the three lessons that Peter really realized and encountered while with Jesus? Number one, we need to follow Jesus with humility. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going for fishing. They said to him, we will go with you. They went out, got into the boat, but the night came. They caught nothing. Just as they were Breaking, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, do you have any fish? They answered, No. He said to them, Cast your net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it because of the quantity of fish. In fact, the number of fish that they caught was 156. And the Bible typically say, it's large fish. Large. Okay, lapu-lapu. No, hindi dilis. Hindi toyo ang nakuha nila. Large. And the miracle is, hindi napunit yung net. It's only because Jesus wants to make a statement. Because during that time, magulo yung isip ni, ni Peter. He said, I'm going out fishing. He's saying something, tapos na. Ang chapter ng pagiging disciple ko. I'll go back to where I belong. I went to do it my way. Not the Lord's way. Mahirap pag you always do it your way, right? My way, ang dami na mamatay dun, di ba? Okay, baka mabaril pa tayo. Okay? My way. You always want to do it your way. And Jesus said, no. It's not your way. It's my way. You see? You spend all night long. You say you are an expert fisherman. And you caught 
kahit isa wala. Eh tayo nga, hindi tayo ma- master fisherman. Kumuha ka lang ng ano. Makakuha kahit isa eh, di ba? Isa master fisher. And all night long, wala silang nakatch kahit isa. And it's uncharacteristic for fishermen to throw their nets to the right side. Because that norm is that you always throw your net to the left side. Siguro isisip ni Peter, ba't ako, sino ka para magsabi sa amin kung paano gawin ang fish? Ang tagal na namin ginagawa to. We're expert fishermen. Okay? You're just a carpenter. Okay? Gumawa ka ng alam niya ng shoe cabinet. Huwag mo kami turuang mangisa kasi alam namin to. But to their shame, ang dini na, na realize ni Peter, na si Jesus Christ, not just a master carpenter, He's the Lord of all creation. He can dictate all the fish to go everything to the right rather than to the left. And take hold, 156. Kung malaki-laki siguro yung kanilang net, mas marami pa. But that's the only thing, the maximum number of fish that they can hold. What are we trying to say here? Jesus is teaching great humility to Peter, the disciple. He's saying, Lord, I can do something for myself. Maybe I can be okay here. Kung meron mang natitiri pang dignidad o uh, respect sa sarili ko, ito nang gagawin ko, Lord. Kasi alam ko dito sa profession na pigeon fisherman, hindi ako mapapahiya. Just like what we are, right? If we do something we fail, we do and come back and do something that we're used to do and we, there's a high degree for us to be successful. Pero ang tanong doon, kay Lord pa ba yan? Baka yabang na yan? Baka sarili mo na yan? Baka connection na naman yan? Baka popularidad na naman yan? Baka may mga compromises na naman yan? And God is teaching us something on humility. Whenever we fail, Wala tayong pagbambalaki kay Lord. It's better to fail than fail to follow, right? It's always for us when we fail, it's okay. Because no one really becomes successful without failing. But what God wants us to have is to humble ourselves before Him. Whoever humble himself shall be lifted up. God will always want us to be humble servants of the Lord. It's no amount of smartness, no amount of intelligence, no amount of discarte for what they are that brings about success in life. If you're a Christian, you yield upon the power and the success that God wants we have. We need to have that kind of habitual dependence on God. Habit means you always do it every day. You always keep remind yourself I need to be humble. Kasi you know what? The reality is, lahat tayo mayabang. Sino dito hindi mayabang? Left to ourselves, mayabang tayo, mga kapatid. Tingnan mo na lang yung mukha mo sa, sa salabin araw-araw. Ang sasabi mo, cute naman ito. Mayabang tayo. Why? Because that's part of sinful nature. Eh dahil kristyano ka, kailangan you learn to be humble. I still have a picture of my student life 36 years ago. This, ito yung mga peg ng heart trap no 1980s. Okay? Panama ni Dick Soto dyan, no? Uh, bawal tumikit, baka mahiwa ng baba. Okay? 
I have that picture in my desk, in my office table, because it always reminds me of my humble beginnings. I always think about myself, you know, during that time, 30 years ago, when I was a student, I was 17 years old then at USD, taking up uh, BS Pharmacy. Wow, galing sa, ang galing sa chemistry, no? And then, nagsipu ako agad kasi chemistry 101, baksak na kagad ako. Okay? Napilitan lang po, maging kay, ano, pharmacy. But, whenever I look at it, I always... Lord, humbling moment sa akin niya. I know where I began. I only preached to a bunch of 10, 12 students in a 10 square meter boarding house in Dapitan. And this is reminding me, I need to humble myself before, before God. No matter where we are, what we are, mayaman ka na, guwapo ka na, maganda ka na, iba na ang bihis mo ngayon, hindi ka na baduy, anak ka pa rin ng Diyos. Hindi ka hihigit kahit kanino. And this is what God is telling Peter. And this is what God is telling all of us. That we can never, never outdo God. And we can never, never be proud of who we are. The more we try to force ourselves and prove something to ourselves, the more God will humble us. But the more you humble yourself, God will lift you up. That's why John says, God, Jesus, let you increase and I decrease. Number two. Second lesson that uh, Peter understood in his life with Jesus was he need to follow Jesus with integrity. Integrity is making your word become one with your action and your attitude. We can say one thing and do another thing. Remember this word. When Jesus asked Peter three times, do you love me more than this? Parabang gumaganti ata si Lord, tatlong beses rin tinanong. Kasi tatlong beses din nina eh. No, that is an opportunity for Peter to validate his love for Jesus. What Jesus is saying right now to Peter is that words are cheap. Ang mga salita ngayon, cheap. Marami nang naloloko sa matatamis na salita. Pero sa susunod na panahon, iba na. Hindi na matamis. Mapakla na ang salita. Dahil hindi na nakikita sa buhay. Well, that's what God is saying to Peter. You know, if you love me, feed my sheep, feed my lamb. Okay? It's not about what you say, it's what you do. Right? As a faithful disciple of the Lord, what God wants us to have is the integrity of words and in the action. We need to walk the talk. We can say, I love you, and yet we're cheating. We can say, I love you, but we're lying and deceiving people. Words are not enough, Jesus said to Peter. I know you love me so much, but you need to learn to love, put that love into action by showing your love for me. In fact, Peter eluded death when he escaped. Diba? Siya yung pinakamatapang, pero siya yung pinakaduwag sa lahat pag nagkaroon ng capture. So what he's saying, panindigan mo kung mahal mo ako, panindigan mo pag kristyano ka, panindigan mo yung mga bagay na ginagawa mo. Especially when we are tempted as Christians to prove who we are. Sa practical life natin, pag-file ng BIR, tama ba? Sa buhay natin, pagpapasweldo ng ating mga kakasambahay sa buhay, tama ba? Do we treat people fairly and squarely? Do we pay the right thing to do? 
Are we faithful in every little things that we do? What God is trying to say to us as disciples is that we need to be faithful in what we're saying. What Peter is saying to God, to Jesus, is that, Lord, I cannot have the love that you have for me. The agape love is for God. And I can show it peleo. It's fine. God doesn't expect us to show the love, the kind of love that Jesus did for us. It's hard. But being faithful in loving our brothers and sisters, just like what he said here, feed my sheep, tend my land, means continue to do what I'm doing to the people around us. Don't escape the reality. Don't escape of being a disciple. That's how it is to be a disciple of the Lord. No matter what, God's love is always burning in our soul. Do you experience there are times when you feel down, but you can still feel the love of the Lord? You can still feel the unconditional love of God. Lord, nagkamali na naman ako. Lungkot mo na naman. Pero ang kinasabi ni Lord, Ay, kasi ikaw eh, wala tayong naririnig na sumbat kay Lord. Continue to move, my son. Move in the way that I want you to be. Continue to be faithful in my word. Continue to love the way I love you the most. But Peter, with his distorted mindset, think about his profession, his pride, his prestige. Right? When people fail, they always think, what would other people say? Ano na lang sasabihin nila? Ano na lang ang sasabihin nila? Ganito ba ako? Ganito. So, masyado tayong engross sa image natin. Ang sabi ni Lord, ikaw, Peter, nung nag-fail ka, saan ka pumunta? Doon ka saan pumunta ka sa mga dabar cuts mo? Nung sinabi mo, dami ka agad mag-follow sa'yo. Ako saan ako napunta? Nasa cross ako, I'm with two thieves. Anong reputation ng sinasabi mo? Ako nga, I'm the Lord of War and the King of Kings. I don't have that reputation. I was crucified with two thieves. I'm hunted down. Pumunta nga ako sa beach, hindi pa ako naliligo eh. dami kong dugo para puntahan ka. Anong reputation ang sinasabi mo? And Peter said, it's really hard for me to say, I love you. Sabi nga dito ng Bible, di ba? Peter was grieved because he was asked for the third time. Sa isip ko, ang kapal naman. Siya pa yung nagdamdam. Pero parang tayo, di ba? Parang tayo pa may karapatang magtampo kay Lord. Kesa si Lord ang magtampo sa atin. Parang, it's imaginable for us to really think about such thing. And with this, God wants to teach us as disciples, and many people whom are, we are discipling with, to have that kind of attitude in life. You will never grow. Now, I've been a Christian for three decades now, and I think there's no secret in discipleship. The only thing that we can continue to do discipleship and be a disciple is one thing. Obey the Lord. Follow Him. Follow God. That's all. We have no one to emulate and be like than our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, be Christ-like. We don't need to be someone whom we are not. My inspiration is God. My motivation is the Lord in my life. 
God wants us to be where we are and what we are because of Him. That's why it's very vivid in the mind of Peter. What Jesus said, feed my sheep and tend my lamb. That's why when he recovered and become awakened to become a good disciple, then he said in First Peter 5 verse 2, Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you're willing, as God wants you to be. Not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve. Very heavy. Because he took and he realized what Jesus said for him to have as a disciple. I have a picture here that I've taken in a Church of Nativity in Jerusalem when we were there about two years ago. This is a picture of a shepherd carrying a sheep on his back. Okay? When you look at first at the picture, you say, wow, what a caring shepherd. Diba? I would like. You know, when, when the uh, tourist guy told us, that, you know the, the, the lamb on, on the back? Pilayan. He's a pebble sheep. His leg was cracked by the shepherd. Why? Because that sheep tends to be pasaway. He always go to the ditch and jump. Everyone follow him. Okay? So sometimes God discipline us. Sometimes God will give some discipline on our part so that we will learn. And that discipline we will never forget. And that, that's what we call, we, we walk with a limp. Because you know, whenever you remember that, you remember the discipline of the Lord. And you know, it's always great to be disciplined by God. How many of us have been disciplined by the Lord? Okay. Diba? Sa una, masakit. Pero pag nalaman mo na, ang sarap na kasi. Kung hindi ako dinisiplin ni Lord, siguro mas masahol pa ako dito. Kung hindi ako dinisiplin ni Lord, siguro hindi itong kanitong buhay na meron ako. But God disciplined us in a way and manner that God wants us to have in this life. We cannot escape the discipline of the Lord. Uh, two, two weeks ago, I counseled someone Okay, and shared, he shared to me about his life, on how he he backslidden and take out in the ministry of the Lord and do a lot of immorality. Then he said to me, Pastor, I know in my heart that there will come a time that I need to suffer and experience the consequences of this. I escaped the discipline of God, but now never. I want the discipline of God to be upon me. Now, whatever it takes, I will undergo the discipline of God. And that's how it is, mga kapatid. Never, never escape the discipline of God. Because God loves those whom He disciplined. It's always the right thing to come to the Lord and be disciplined by God. 1 John chapter 3, verse 16 says, This is how we know that what love is. Jesus laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. This is one of the mandate of Jesus to Peter. Feed my sheep, feed my lamb. We are all disciples here. Being a Christian and being a disciple during the New Testament is one of the same. 
Know that? There is no gap. But through the years of life, in the modern days, being a Christian and being a disciple, there's always a gap in between. Why? Because of worldliness, probably. There are many also challenges of the world can give. We try to be enticed by the worldly offers. And there's a great gap between Christianity and being disciple. During my time, pag sinabi mong Christian ka, may hawak ang Bible. At during my time, pag sinabi mong Christian ka, mas Christian ka, pag malaki ang Bible mo. Okay? Palakihan ng Bible doon. Okay? Ngayon, paliitan na eh. Kaya lang palakihan ng letra kasi hindi na mababasa. It cannot be measured on how the outer appearance that should go. Being a Christian church is not the t-shirt that you wear. It's not the emblem that you wear. It's not the sticker in your car. It's not how big or now is your Bible because you yourself is a living epistle of God. Your life is the best testimony of who Jesus is in your life. So how can we bridge that gap nowadays? It's what we call discipleship. Being a Christian, you need to be disciple and make disciple. But if you're not doing that, that gap will continue to widen. People say, I'm a Christian, and yet we don't see the real life of Christ in them. It's not easy to be a Christian. In fact, People says it's impossible to be a Christian. But what is important then, church, is that Christianity is not based on your religion, but based on your deep, intimate relationship with God. We have to disciple people. That's how we need to follow the mandate of Christ. To follow Jesus in humility, to follow Jesus in integrity. And lastly, to follow Jesus in simplicity. I will not read the verse anymore for lack of time. But you know, when look at the picture. When after Jesus told this story to Peter, we thought that Peter already got it, right? Talagang sobrang yung humility, yung integrity. Then, then suddenly Jesus told Peter that, you know, you will die this kind of death. Etc. He said, when he looked, he saw John, the beloved, okay? And sabi niya, how about this man? Okay? So, alam niyo, minsan tayo ganyan eh. When we're suffering, and it's not favorable to us, we look outside the window and try to say, Lord, bakit ito? Ba't ako lang? Pag hindi fair sa'yo, naghahanap ka ng kakampi o kadamay. Pero pag favorable sa'yo, saya-saya mo, no? Wala kang katapusang kasayahan. Pero pag hindi favorable sa'yo, lahat bine-blame mo. You know what? God wants us to follow in simplicity. What is simplicity? Simplicity is being focused to follow God. Ang sabi ni Lord kay Peter, What is it for you if I let this man live forever? It's none of your business. What I tell you, you follow me. You follow the order of God. Being simple is that we need to focus on one. We need to be simple-minded. We need to focus on what God wants us to have. Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, it says, Set your minds on the things that are above, not on the things on earth. 
We have to manifest our relationship with God based on how we understand who Jesus and our Lord for our life. No more groaning, no complaining, and no comparing with other people. History says that Peter died on the cross, but he was crucified upside down. He said, I'm not worthy to imitate what my Lord Jesus said. After all, he understood what it is to be a disciple of the Lord. He undergo this kind of suffering. But John the Beloved, on the other hand, traditionally says, it's not written in the Bible, but traditionally said that John the Beloved was soaked into a boiling oil three, four, five times. But when they got him, he's still alive. Tinapon nila sa island of Pasmos, baka mamatay sa lungkot. E wala rin nangyari, nakapagsulat pa ng book of Revelation. Sometimes we cannot understand the ways of the Lord. But it's not about the life of other people. It's our life that matters. Discipleship is personal. Discipleship is simple. Discipleship is simply following Jesus in humility, in integrity, in simplicity. In conclusion, I can say that life is worth living for when we know the purpose of God and faithfully obeying and following Him, His will for our life. Church, we need to be serious. In this lifetime, this dangerous time in our life. Bingyo ba napapansin sunod-sunod yung mga tra- tragedy ngayon? May mga bombahan sa Manchester, sa Marawi, puro letter M, ano? Manchester, Marawi, okay? Buti na lang G tayo, Green Hills. Tapos naglindol. Naramdaman mo yung lindol? May mga lindol-lindol na. Those are signs of the times that we need to take time to think about deeper our commitment to God. How long shall we be serious in our relationship to God? How could we become a serious disciple that will disciple other people for the Lord? Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.